0: Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. The most trusted voice in professional wrestling. Look at this. More than four decades behind the mic. Plain and simple. With unrivaled success in broadcasting. From ringside to the boardroom. To the New York Times bestsellers list. What an impact. Keen insight with a sharp tongue. And if they're smart, they'll listen. Westwood One Podcast Network presents... The Jim Ross Report oh, with WWE Hall of Famer Jim Ross. And now, the man himself, good old JR. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, Slobberknocker Audio is on the air. I thank you very much for joining us. I am indeed good old JR Jim Ross. And uh, I thank you for spending time and listening to our program here today. Don't forget to leave us a five-star rating at uh, your old, good old Google Podcasts. And, and listen to our show anywhere that you hear podcasts, which I find redundant for me to remind you of that because you obviously know how to listen to the show because you're listening to it right now, correct? That's what I thought too. So I'll stop making a fool of myself, on purpose anyway. Uh, but nonetheless, thanks for being with us. Great show today. You know, everybody's talking about to all in. September the 1st, Chicago, sold out in 30 minutes, 10,000 plus tickets, the Shoots Convention and... A major event has been created out of a dream. Shall I say multiple dreams. And uh, a man that will be in the main event at uh, All-In is the NWA heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis. He'll be defending his title against Cody. I can say Cody Rhodes here. Can I not? I think I can. I just broke the law. There you go. Sue me. Cody Runnels. That's his real name. Uh, But Cody and Aldis will go at it for the NWA title. And we'll talk to Nick Aldis about that and more uh, here a little bit later on the program. But right now, without any further ado, from our studios, the mighty Westwood One Studios in uh, Culver City, ladies and gentlemen, here's what's on my mind. <laughs> Going to kick it off this week with a congratulatory shout out to Mayor Glenn Jacobs, Mayor Kane, if you will, the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. A man that once set me on fire, ladies and gentlemen. And like many politicians, here's where he lands. I'm kidding. I don't think we ever hired in my tenure at WWE a more reliable, trustworthy, and professional talent than Glenn Jacobs. He's that good a guy. He'll do a wonderful job there. He's getting great media exposure nationally uh, throughout North America. That's got to be good for Knox County. Uh, Knoxville is a great city. Uh, I was there a couple of three years ago when uh, the Sooners played uh, the Vols on a big Saturday night game. And uh, what an amazing atmosphere, over 100,000 fans. But Glenn will do great uh, as the mayor of Knox County. He will be honest, he will be forthright, and he will be a, a true, uh, not a politician, he'll be a true public servant. So congratulations, Glenn. I'm very proud of you, buddy. I've been asked about tickets for the uh, April 6, 2019 massive Square Garden event, co-venture between the Ring of Honor and the New Japan. Uh, And I can tell you that tickets will go on sale this Friday, August the 10th. So depending on when you're listening to our show, it's uh, August the 10th is the on-sale date uh, for MSG and that big co-ventured show. I'm curious to see if they go clean the first weekend because now there's kind of a precedent you know All In does it and I wonder if this event will do it pretty historic nonetheless and a a great get for uh, Ring of Honor and for New Japan uh, to ply their wares in the world's most famous arena it's still kind of hard to believe that this is going to happen my friend Dan McDivitt does a great job with Maryland Championship Wrestling he also introduced me to Jimmy Seafood the best crab cakes in the world I might say at least that's my opinion. Let's not start a Twitter world where who has the best crab cakes, please. I can be followed at, at J-R-S-B-B-Q, and I will block your ass. I'm kidding. I haven't blocked him in a long time. Uh, but Dan's a friend of mine, and uh, he's, done a, he's built a hell of a promotion there with Maryland Championship Wrestling, and he started helped a lot of guys, including Shane Strickland, who uh, just won the— evolved WWN championship. So, uh, hard-working kid, a lot of potential too, no doubt about that. And uh, he beat uh, what many thanks to WWE bound Matt Riddle. I said this last week on the show, I think Matt Riddle is a fascinating prospect. Amazing skill set, unique, barefooted, Kerry Von Eric-like in that look. Uh, started in MMA. I, I really, and he's a great guest on our show. We'll have him back on sometime, but I think that's his best call. If he's going to make a call, I think, uh, and the offer's there, which I assume that it is, Uh, Matt should be in WWE sooner than later. I'm in Los Angeles for the voiceovers of Access TV and New Japan Pro Wrestling, our continuing coverage, ladies and gentlemen, of the G1 tournament. Josh Barnett and I uh, did some strong work this week because, as I've always said, the wrestlers write music that if you're tuned in, you hear it very vividly. And if it strikes a chord, no pun intended, then it's easy for the broadcasters to create the lyrics or the soundtrack, if you will. So uh, the great action, really some good stuff uh, from the G1. And we're fairly current, not quite current, but as soon as the uh, TVSI gets the information to access tv they edit they do what they got to do and here we come josh barnett and i come in and and voice them over so we did three shows today and the beautiful part about these matches is that uh two matches will make a whole hour and sometimes even one match does an hour but i, I love that you get settle in you can tell a story and the talent's executed very well and so uh, the coverage of the g1 continues on uh, access tv friday nights at eight seven central so uh, check it out if you get the opportunity. I watched it on Directv channel 340. Uh, so there's a lot of ways to see it. So check it out. I think you'll like it. Uh, there's no better one-on-one competition, ongoing in a competitive nature. I love the to me when you have a tournament, it makes you at least get in the uh, mainstream sports mode. Uh, tournaments are done. You know, World Cup just ended, right? You got the NBA, uh, the NFL playoffs is a tournament, single elimination, right? So I'm thinking that maybe uh, this tournament is especially attracted to those that enjoy mainstream sports and who at one time were a, was a big wrestling fan because their presentation is very physical, as you all know, and it's certainly worth you checking it out. So uh, check out uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling on Access TV Friday nights at eight seven Central. I think you'll like it. You know, last week was a very tough week of my great partner, my brother in arms, Jerry, the King Lawler losing his son, Brian, and, uh, you know, still information still ongoing about that uh, matter. I'm not going to speculate on it because I don't have all the facts and it would not be professional or right to do so. Uh, but I'm looking forward to, to reuniting with Jerry and just around the corner Thursday night, August the 16th, we'll be in Nashville, Tennessee, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and, uh, Jerry and I will be with J.R. and the King live on stage at Zanies. The doors, VIP doors open at 5.30 uh, for the meet and greet, the King and I and the photo ops and all the autographs and the swag stuff and, and the shows at 7.30. Tickets start at 35 bucks. And for the Nashville event, you can get tickets at nashville.zanies.com. That's that easy. Nashville.zanies.com. Or you can buy them at the box office, of course. And then a week later, we're in a, a hubbub of pro wrestling activities. That's on the 23rd, Thursday night, the 23rd, in Zanies in Rosemont in Chicagoland. And uh, limited tickets are still available at uh, Rosemont.Zanies.com. So there you got the ticket information. A uh, really unique uh, opportunity to, talk, to the, talk with and listen to and question the, the two uh, voices of the Attitude Era I don't say that patting myself on the back because, as Monsoon would say, hey, redneck, don't break your arm patting yourself on the back. I'm proud of that, uh, that, that moniker. Maybe it's self-proclaimed, and so if that's the case, and I'm an egomaniac, so be it. But the King and I did some great work, in our opinion. We had a lot of fun. People still talk about it. Uh, we're proud of that. And so we haven't had a chance to get on stage and do a uh, you know an unfiltered Q&A, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, check it out if you can. Zanies in Nashville, Zanies in uh, Rosemont, coming up uh, just around the corner. Saw some speculation online about the future of Matt Hardy. Uh, you know, uh, Matt Hardy is a has taken some amazing bumps, physical abuse on his body, and there's so many flat back bumps in your body on your on your bump card. I've always said, I think Matt may be nearing the end of his bump card because he's got serious problems with his lower back. Now, here's the thing. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Matt's done very well in the business. He's been very successful. And there are, there are a litany of things that Matt Hardy can do within the wrestling business in a very productive and needed manner that have nothing to do with him wrestling. So uh, coaching, training, managing, commentating, There's a lot of things Matt Hardy can do. So let's don't count him out of the game just yet. But when that time comes, and it will for everybody, uh, Matt Hardy's going to be just fine. One of the more interesting uh, feuds on television, rivalries on television, have been involving The Miz and Daniel Bryant. They let it get very physical and personal, more personal than anything else. And finally on SmackDown on Tuesday night, uh, they, they got physical. I like this marriage. It is a, it's an unholy union, to say the least. Uh, and their match at SummerSlam should be excellent, no doubt. So, uh, but again, making it personal with real life information and good taste, not going to completely low road, allows the audience to get better invested in a storyline. If it is so sensationalistic and eye rolling, that you can't connect to it in any sense of reality, it isn't going to work. I'm excited to let everybody know that uh, the Young Bucks will be joining our program on August the 22nd, special guests. We'll be talking certainly about uh, the September 1st All-In event in Chicago at the Sears Center Arena. Uh, our guest today, Nick Aldis, is the NWA champion, as you know. Uh, he'll be in the main event against Cody Rhodes. And the Young Bucks will join Kota Bushi to take on Get, get This Trio, Ray Mysterio, Ray Phoenix, and Bandito. That'll be some amazing offense, to say the least. Hangman Page on a card against Joey Janela. Marty Sherrill against Kazuchika Okada. Uh, good stuff. And uh, we'll uh, be talking talk to you more about that. Remember that they this is going to be on the Fight app, F-I-T-E. All you need is a Wi-Fi and a, and a smart device, and you're in. Uh, and the paper will be available to you right there. That's probably how I'm going to watch it, because I'm going to go to OU football that day season opener. I got my priorities. I passed up a good booking from Connie. Connie tried to recruit me. I would love to be there, but uh, we got our priorities, folks. And mine is OU football during football season. Uh, so the f is a big thing for them, and I hope they do real well on pay-per-view. Certainly the SummerSlam card is uh, is coming up together. It's, it's, it's pretty damn awe-inspiring, this card. You know, Lesnar, Reigns, Styles, Samoa Joe, Rousey, Bliss, Becky Lynch, Carmella, and uh, uh, and Charlotte. Rollins and Ziggler, IC title match. Owens and Strowman with a contract on the line. Miz, Daniel Bryan. It goes deep. It's good stuff. Uh, So my point is, let's be aware of the order of events. How the card is shaped up and the order of events will have a direct bearing on how successful the event will be. Uh, You can't have great momentum and then put a match in to fill time as a quote unquote buffer on a big event like this, in my opinion. Never, when you put your foot on the gas, you keep it on the gas until we say goodnight, everybody. So, who closes the show is an interesting thing for me. Is it going to be, you figure it's going to be either AJ and and Samoa Joe or Brock and Reigns? I would normally say Brock and Reigns would be my choice because all the time that's been put in this whole controversial uh, universal title thing. But then you've also got to wonder, are the fans going to hijack it and make it a, a less than enjoyable situation? And that could happen. So maybe the safest route is to not have that, that event be uh, unfettered and not have it be interrupted by uh, a unruly vigilante crowd and close with A.J. and Samoa Joe because you know Joe and A.J. will burn the damn thing down. The kick ass. So, uh, really good card. So, I think the order of events is important. Who closes is important. I think that having winners and losers is important. I have no... For any of these cards, I'm talking All-In or SummerSlam, why do you need to have a count-out or disqualification? Uh, you know, you can't just affect uh, 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 call the thing by the rules... Uh, on big shows you gotta call it all the time And the rules are the rules so my point is is that use the rules to your advantage and keep the politics out of it and have winners and losers if you're not a good enough worker if you're not a good enough talent to know how to lose without a quote unquote absolutely burying you then you should move on find another vocation get that advanced degree you've always wanted just when he thought that Impact Wrestling was building some momentum, and I think they still are, their television ratings have kind of recently have kind of gone uh, off the hook in a bad way. Uh, they had their lowest rating in 2018 uh, for their weekly episode of television. And I tell you, I, I believe there's an old expression my granny told me one time about her, her, her mercantile, her, her store, that you can't sell goods out of an empty wagon. And I don't think the pop TV wagon is very loaded. Is there, do you watch, is, if you're like me, I could ask this question to anybody and I'd like to get the answer. Are there other programs that you watch on pop TV in addition to Impact Wrestling? Mm hmm. Didn't think so. Uh, so they got to build their company around talent and television. The talent side seems to be coming together, Then their nucleus. Uh, they got to have a nucleus, and somebody's got to get hot. It's that simple. But they got to get on a vehicle at some point in time that's going to give them a little bit more of a fighting chance to survive and become very profitable. I'm excited about the May Young Classic this year. I enjoyed broadcasting it last year with WWE Hall of Famer Lita, Amy Dumas. A Lot of fun there. Never been crazy about my work on that one. We we did all those matches twice, as a matter of fact. And I never got, I don't, maybe it was just me. Maybe it's, I just didn't, I didn't get in rhythm. And I didn't get asked back. <laughs> That's the bottom line of that deal. So, uh, but one, as the King would say, ladies and gentlemen, one can't grieve forever. Uh, but I am excited about this because I'm a big fan of women's athletics. I'm an OU women's basketball season ticket holder. I went to the Women's College World Series in Oklahoma City. I love all that stuff. And I want to see these women finally get their break and get the shackles off of them. Where they have a chance to be stars and and earn money like the men, simple as that. But there's some really uh, some cool talents in there. I'm glad to see Rachel Evers, that's Paul Ellering's daughter, uh, back in the game. Robbie Brookside's 19 year old daughter is going to be in the tournament. That's going to be pretty cool. Great story about a, a MJ Jenkins, a 28 year old African American lady, a former foster care child. Well, when you hear this whole story, and I'm sure Mara Burnett, if he's doing the play by play, will. we'll we'll kill it because it's just a great story of her journey where lately she, she boarded a bus in Chinatown, New York city for a 22 hour bus ride to Orlando for the tryouts. No, there's not many millennials that want to do that. Hop on a public bus in Chinatown and drive 22 hours. Can you imagine how the bathroom was smelling 22 hours? I can't. I'm kidding. But, uh, the tournament's always fun. Single elimination uh, opens doors, creates opportunities. I'm not sure who I like in a tournament as far as to win it. Uh, I think uh, Mia Yim's in it. She's always a contender. Very talented. I saw her at one of Jerry Bostic shows in uh, in Texas here a while back. She looks great. Uh, so she's in the, in the hunt, no doubt about that. So I wish all the ladies best of luck and, and – uh, And the broadcasters have a great time, have fun, because you're really doing something more than just broadcasting a wrestling match. You're doing something to help uh, an entire gender continue to advance in what has always been, heretofore, a man's business. Run by men, the big money made by men, the major decisions made by men, and things, they are a-changing. I see where Big Cass has announced his first post-WWE appearance. He's going to be appearing at Big Time Wrestling's upcoming event on Friday, September 21st at the Spartanburg Memorial Auditorium in Spartanburg, South Carolina. I have been there. Cass is being advertised as Big Cass, C-A-Z-Z. That's the best close you can get. Uh, they're both constants. Uh, you got to wonder if Impact Wrestling's got their eye on this guy. In the right circumstance, getting all the, the, the stars aligned, I still believe that Big Kaz has great potential. Now, I understand too, I said it before on the air, potential, don't buy the groceries. Somewhere along the way, you gotta, you gotta get to that level where they can't do without you. So that's the road that, that he's on now. He's going back. So, You know, you'd look at somebody making an impact. What about Impact Wrestling having uh, Enzo Amore, under whatever name, and and Big Kaz on their show? Worst things could happen, right? So, uh, by the way, uh, Bound for Glory is going to be in New York City, Queens, Melrose Ballroom in October. So, uh, you know, who knows who you see there. We wish, wish them all the best of luck. I still believe you can't teach seven feet. You can't teach athleticism just got to put a few things together uh, mentally and physically, and uh, you got yourself a pretty good hand. I watched Raw on Monday night from my uh, hotel room with the JW Marriott at LA Live after flying in from Oklahoma City. And uh, I tell you, I, I've looked at the show. There's some things that really stood out to me, but nothing more significant than Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's promo on Monday night, his interview with uh, Renee Young. And let's not forget that Renee Young deserves some credit, too, for her her role in that presentation. It's not easy. But Paul Heyman nailed it in so many ways. Uh, I even saw uh, my friend Jimmy Trainor saying that Paul deserves an Emmy. I can't argue that. But, you know, we wrestling people can't win Emmys. That's the wrestling business and through the week we live on Uranus we have no idea what goes on down here but Paul Heyman was a, is a genius uh, there's not been anybody better than him that I rec- ever recall hearing or seeing or knowing it will be very challenging but I hope it happens I'm sure he does too that somewhere down the road Paul Heyman will be con- being compared to the next guy but I ain't going to hold my breath on that one. Great night for Paul Heyman, the Brock Lesnar story. Uh, it makes me think more that the, that they will probably close the show. Uh, I just hope that if they do, that the fans in Brooklyn will come will come and not try to disrupt things by, you know, going against the grain or being disruptive or defiant or whatever. Yeah, I have but it's not a matter of having freedom of speech. I bought my ticket. I can say what I want. You can't really. You can't just be profane and things of that nature. But you would hope that, that real fans would would try to respect the process of the business. But that's me. And I, this, I know this is going to get a lot of feedback too, what I'm saying here. You know, I, I understand freedom of speech. and I, I embrace it, man. But I also understand that these men or women are trying to entertain you and, and do a job that ain't easy. And sometimes the uh, pissing all over the campfire ain't the answer also was impressed by Alicia Fox she had a great outing with Ronda Rousey and Alicia took one hell of an ass whipping I mean she took one hell of an ass whipping she did exactly as I'm sure she was produced to do and the smart thing was that the talents were booked in tag matches over the weekend so they got a little feeling feel for each other a strategic good job good job so Alicia did, did it really well. I'm proud of her. And uh, Rousey is not as yet to disappoint. Yet to disappoint. She's a natural. And so now let's all talk about is she part-time, is she full-time? Is she going to have a baby? She's not going to have a baby. Hell, let's, let's analyze the whole damn thing. How about that? I'm just going to analyze the fact that I'm not going to miss SummerSlam because one of the reasons is Ronda Rousey and uh, her quest to become a champion. I also thought Roman Reigns had a good night on Raw. His set down interview was very logical. It's talked about some of the same things we talk about here. What is there to dislike other than it's just a trendy thing? It's almost like a living meme, a live meme. It's, oh, we're obligated, to some defiant young male fans, to piss all over this guy. And I'm getting ready to get mad about it. I've already used the word piss too many times. I apologize. But the guy's a talented dude. He's a hard worker. He's reliable. You want him on your team. At least I do. Interesting 9 on Smackdown Live. Got to check it out. Uh, good portion of it from our studios. The mighty Westwood One Studios. In lovely Culver City, California. A destination spot for... I don't know who. <laughs> uh... But I liked what struck out. Here's another thing that's funny. I mentioned in my highlights on Monday Night Raw were one match that I really sticks out in my mind. That was Ronda and Alicia. But the two things that, other than that, Heyman blew them all away, And Roman Reigns ain't far off as far as his verbalizing. And ironically, moving on to SmackDown Live, we find a, another situation as far as I'm concerned and that was the Miz's backstage promo where he interacted in a physical way, surprisingly, with Daniel Bryant was excellent. It, it was just excellent. And again, they have told a great story and have had the time to tell a great story, and they've told it logically where it makes some sense. That's good writing. That's very good writing. And I think more often than not, that's why I believe – And I don't mean to make enemies with the guys on on Raw, but it seems to me like that uh, SmackDown Live is more often not a better, an easier show to watch than is Monday Night Raw. Maybe I'm wrong. That's just my two cents. And finally, I'm excited about this week because uh, one of my favorite shows on HBO, Hard Knocks, is back. This year they're featuring the Cleveland Browns, the Kings' favorite team. And they slid right into my uh, favorite little group, too. It's so ironic. My wife loved the Steelers because she was in Pittsburgh, so you know how she felt about the Browns. Not very uh, not very uh, enamored, to say the least. And uh, my neighbor, Guido, he's a, he's a Cleveland Browns fan. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of helping out old Guido because my boy, Becker Mayfield, is going to be playing quarterback there at some point. And a uh, good kid. I, I really uh, and I I get I write on Twitter at JRSBVQ or Facebook or whatever about Baker. You always get somebody who's going to be a wise ass who wants to piss on your parade. Some people just can't stand to see somebody else happy. And this kid's a great kid now. When my wife Jan got killed, he was right there. He propped me up. We said a little word with each other before every game. I can't tell you what that meant to me. But people only see what the media wants to enhance and a profile. Has Baker Mayfield, is he perfect? Oh, no. Oh, no. Is he a good-hearted kid that's going to be very successful? Absolutely. Mark my words, Baker Mayfield will be successful, and I'm looking forward to seeing what how he and some other talented men can resurrect the Browns and get them back to some level of prominence and competitiveness. For the king's sake and Guido's sake, And my friend, Becker Mayfield's sake. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what's on my mind. Before we get to Slavernocker of the week, I'm very excited to tell you about Omax 3 Ultra Pure. This is something I use, a product I use. uh, Yes, they're a new sponsor. But I am a customer because I believe in this product, and I know it helps my health. I want to discuss Omega 3s for just a second because Omax 3 Ultra Pure the purest omega-3 supplement on the market today, contacted me about sponsoring the podcast. In case you're unaware, omega-3s have been touted as one of the healthiest supplements ever. Many have questioned whether this fact is too good to be true. You folks know that I do my homework on every potential sponsor on this podcast, and that's a fact, Jack. And after talking uh, with Omax3, and trying their supplements, they are definitely a must-try. Before I forget, make sure to visit tryomax.com slash JR to get a free box with your first purchase. Again, that's tryomax.com slash JR for a free box with your first purchase. Folks, over 75% of Americans don't get enough omega-3s in their diet. And you're probably one of them. I was. So let me tell you why they are so important to your health. They alleviate joint pain and muscle soreness. They make you feel your best, especially post-workout. They can also improve focus and memory. And, brother, I need that. They can boost cardiovascular health, always a concern, and much more. And I'm sure you're also probably wondering... What else makes OMAX 3 different from other supplements in the market? And there's a lot of them out there. You can buy fish oil on any counter, any shelf. But what makes OMAX 3 different from all those other brands? And I've tried a lot of them. You've probably seen some of these supplements at the store, but many of the top sellers simply don't contain enough Omega-3s to give you results. Let's not overthink this. That's the way it is. Omax-3 Ultra-Pure is almost 94% pure omega-3 fatty acids. Now, this is important. It's the purest concentration on the market. They have a patented EPA to DHA ratio of 4 to 1 specifically engineered for inflammation and joint pain. They even have this cool thing they do called the Freezer Test Challenge. Basically... If you freeze any other omega-3 supplement, it'll likely get cloudy. That's all the filler. But an Omax-3 soft gel remains clear. It's that pure. Omax-3 is clinically tested so that it's safe for you and your family. The purest option, no fish burps, folks. No fish burps. They've been expelled to parts unknown. There are many Omega-3s in the market, ladies and gentlemen, but this product is the purest, most potent, most concentrated one that I've ever seen. So whether you're an athlete, a student, a busy parent, a gamer, a working professional, almost anyone can benefit from OMAX 3 Ultra Pure. And best of all, you can notice the positive effects within a few days. I dang sure did. So I encourage you to go to tryomax.com slash JR today to get a, a box of OMAX Three Ultra Pure for free. The great price. Free 98. That's with your first purchase. That's tryomax.com slash JR. Get your free box of Omega-3s with your first purchase. T-R-Y-O-M-A-X dot com slash JR. Terms and conditions apply. OMAX 3 comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So you'll have plenty of time to try it and really feel the OMAX difference. <laughs> all right, Sovereign Rocker of the Week time. And remember, folks, uh, if you got uh, Amazon Alexa, you users out there, you can all you got to do is say, Alexa, enable the Jim Ross report skill. And then after that's been enabled... Simply say, Alexa, play the Jim Ross Report. It's damn near idiot proof, ain't it? Uh, And for all you Google Home users out there, and you know who you are, just say, okay, Google, talk to the Jim Ross Report. Speak to the Jim Ross Report. You get the message. Simple stuff helps you uh, navigate in in podcast land where there are many experts and many number one shows of all time. I'm getting catty. Sovereign Rock of the Week, ladies and gentlemen. I, there are uh, some candidates that you know. I, I wanted to talk about the the how Jerry Lawler held his family together, bearing his own son, and he did it with dignity and class. Randy Orton's been reinventing himself, and I like it. He's believable, he's credible, he's a great villain. And he likes being a villain because he can be himself. And that's not a knock on a guy that we helped sign back in the day. I like the direction he's going in. Reinventing, trying some different things, adding some new pitches to to the arsenal. You can't just throw the heater all the time, Ricky. Major League. Throw the heater, Ricky. Uh, Glenn Jacobs, I mentioned earlier, the new mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. I can see a reality show here with Glenn Jacobs as the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. To me, I mean, it's ai would follow it. I'd watch it. But uh, Glenn getting a lot of national publicity, and that's all good, and could not go to a better and more deserving person. I was impressed with a lot of the uh, NFL uh, Hall of Fame speeches. Some cats brought it. And you could, you could almost tell uh, but there was a competition. I thought uh, uh, Brian Dawkins, Randy Moss, and uh, Ray Lewis were in competition. Ray Lewis put so much of his heart and soul in it that he swept through his gold coat. So, uh, and you know, doing the, doing the Ray doing this uh, promo wrestling speak with a headset wireless mic was pretty cool I read where it's the second longest speech ever behind Brett Favre but I, I enjoyed it I still think Terrell Owens made a mistake not going to Canton and and not got nothing against I've been in that arena at UTC Bob Collin and I did a pay-per-view nor maybe a pay-per-view or a clash there and somebody threw an egg at uh, Cornette who was standing on the apron above us we were at ringside broadcasting it missed Cornette, but guess who it got? Rowdy Bob. And Bob had a significant comb-over at that time. You know, comb over is all about uh, gravity. So when the egg hit Bob's head underneath the comb-over, it brought the comb-over back up to a more stationary and vertical position. Bob said, I thought I had an aneurysm. Because <laughs> it gets it hurt. But he hung in there. That's what announcers do. You got to fight through battle. You got to fight those injuries, man. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed that. And I, I think it's one of the better things the NFL does all year is present their Hall of Fame class. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed watching it. But I think that the slobber knocker of the week, ladies and gentlemen, in my opinion, has to go to King James. Yeah! LeBron James has a plan. And his. LeBron James Family Foundation in collaboration with the Akron Public School System launching a new school for at-risk third and fourth graders. So uh, I just am amazed at uh, what LeBron James gets done and the commitment he has to his community and being a mentor and giving back uh, to the public. I just thought there's not enough athletes there's not enough, enough everyday ham and eggers. There's not enough blue-collar guys that do significantly enough for their community or for children in their community, and especially kids. That's why I'm so involved in the Headlock on Hunger uh, charity in Asheville with Bill Murdoch. Headlockonhunger.org, by the way. you got to give back, folks. Somewhere along the way, we've got to break this chain of I'm not doing that, and LeBron is doing a phenomenal job. And I still remember meeting him as an 18-year-old rookie in Cleveland where he gave me that basketball. Then a, about a week later, I got a jersey signed. That's the sweetheart of a guy. He's eight, He was 18 then. So uh, this week's Slobber Rock of the Week, King James. No pet raccoons are overdosing here. Oh, son of a bitch! You know, you might be peckin' goofy if you don't get a ticket for our, The King and I. That's a that's an offer or something, right? Uh, Jr. and The King is going to be live in Nashville. Nashville.Zanies.com has your tickets for our show. And tickets are going fast. VIP still remains. The meet and greets and, and the photo ops, signing swag and so forth at uh, Nashville.Zanies.com. How's that? All your info. And then uh, the next week, uh, we'll be in... Uh, Chicago, Chicago Land at uh, Rosemont Zanies. So it's rosemont.zanies.com for tickets. Love to see you there. It always makes King and I feel good to be able to work together, have some fun, enjoy the memories. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity because, as we know, folks, from our, our lives, tomorrow's not guaranteed, man. So let's go get it while we can. So I'd love to see you there. Uh, and if you don't, maybe if you don't come and you can, you might be Pet Coon Goofy. And with that said, with that wonderful organic segue that I just created on my own, uh, let's look at some of the Pet Coon- Goofy candidates this week. Uh, this is, I saw Steven Seagal at the London Comic Con. And I saw uh, a picture of him on, on uh, Facebook or Twitter. And I made, I think I returned the caption or, or said something that one cannot leave there just for men on too long. He had the blackest beard, the blackest hair, I mean, he makes Johnny Cash look like a blonde. Uh, And he's been named special envoy on U.S.-Russian humanitarian ties by the president of uh, Russia. Our our, uh, good friend, Vladimir Putin. Are you kidding me? Steven Seagal. Who's he going to team with, Dennis Rodman? No, he's a, I'm sorry, that's the wrong country. That's the wrong enemy. Another pet-coon-goofy candidate Unfortunately, is uh, this whole Urban Meyer fiasco? You know, it it, it tells you that if you lie, you're going to get caught more often than not. I think. Uh, I think that Urban Meyer is a great football coach. I think that he is inherently a good man, but we can't get so protective of our turf and our success. And embellishing our our legacy and massaging our egos that we're willing to make bad mistakes. I don't think Urban Meyer will be fired. I think that uh, Ohio State knows what they got in him. He's a cash cow. Money talks. Right or wrong, I can see him paying some kind of penalty or maybe a, a small suspension or something. But I don't see Urban Meyer leaving Columbus, Ohio. But this whole debacle is embarrassing. It really is. And, uh, you know, I, I the the uh, whole scenario of domestic violence is repulsive. It's got to change. The com- climate's got to change. The community's got to change. we got to give a damn. Got to give a damn. And sometimes I wonder if we do. So I hope that uh, I got one of my good friends as the offensive coordinator at Ohio State, Kevin Wilson. He's a hell of a football coach. For him and all the other men and women that were involved in that program, I want this to go get on pass. College football needs an Ohio State to be good. They need Texas to be good. They need all these teams that have Notre Dame. Where have they been? So this Urban Meyer thing doesn't do the game any favors. I hope it ends soon. I'm tired of it. I thought that our illustrious president, Donald J. Trump, I think his name, uh, my fellow WWE Hall of Famer, can you believe that one? Uh, I thought he was not very strategic in uh, knocking LeBron James on the week that LeBron James was opening a school for underprivileged children. What are you thinking, Mr. Trump? What are you thinking? And that's not even a question about your hair. Please. Uh, rash of blowouts in Major League Baseball, that's not good. The game's kind of and goofy at times. It's funny that this time of the year, a lot of people don't care anything about baseball. They used to. When I was a younger man, and, and before free agency got crazy, you knew who the lineups were on virtually every team, the batting orders, you know, it was just Great. And then everybody started splitting up and going to where the money was. Can't blame them for that. But it took away something from the game. Free agency did. They had to have it. I get that. But it still took away something from the game. And right now, it's, uh, I mean, they got non-pitchers. 39 non-pitchers have taken the mound this year in a lot of setting games. That's not good baseball. It's not good when it's overplayed. I'll say that. Brian France, of the NASCAR family made a real uh, bad mistake. We all have when we drove DUIs. I have mentioned before I've had a DUI. I'm not proud of it. Lost my driver's license for, uh, I think, six months or three months. I'm not sure. But I know my driver was Paul Heyman, which let me get to know Paul, and we started working together, and there you see how that's worked out over the years. Very good. It's funny how sometimes uh, a calamity can bring people together and the volatile Happy Heyman uh, and I got connected through my stupid DUI. Brian France, uh, NASCAR, NASCAR's speaking to me a little bit. I don't, NASCAR needs, a, they need an intimidator. They need some personalities. They need some people on the track that, that make you want to watch because these son bitches, you just can't take your eyes off of them. I don't feel that right now in the NASCAR driver pool. Who's going to stand out? Everybody's corporate. Everybody's politically correct. Sound familiar? And uh, it takes a little edge away from the presentation. Not good, Brian. I wish you best of luck. If you, if you have an issue, deal with it. Whip its ass and get driving again, making those big left turns. Corporately speaking. But the Pet Kunguvia Award goes to a TSA officer in Orlando, Florida, who felt compelled to to encourage a pat-down of the lovely Tori Wilson in the Orlando airport the other day. And she requested uh, that a female do the pat-down because she had a very dangerous two-pound dog with her in a cage, carry-on. And uh, I think that people saw the beautiful Tori Wilson, one of the most beautiful women in the world, and uh, they pressed their luck. And it's just unfortunate that... uh, things like that happen uh, and that they these people that do these uh, things under the cloak of doing our job just doing our job God dang I get so tired of hearing that we're just doing our job oh, bullshit you're doing the job you want to do you're not really doing the job so in any event uh, the TSA officer in Orlando shame on you for orchestrating a farce I guess a lovely young woman just trying to make her flight home. Orlando TSA, you know who you are. You're Pet Coon Goofy. This week in wrestling is on tap. Got some good stuff for you here. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, real quickly, don't forget our book, Sovereign Ocker, My Life in Wrestling, still doing great guns. A lot of people are just now discovering it, believe it or not. Sales have been excellent. And thank you all for that. Uh, but the book is available at Amazon.com. Great company. They support us very well. Uh, we would love doing business with Amazon, without a doubt. And uh, check them out anywhere you live. They'll get the book to you to, literally in a matter of days. Uh, Amazon.com for Slobberknocker. And we thank you for your support on that. Well, folks, 48 years ago at Comiskey Park in Chicago, over 30,000 fans are on hand. Uh, to see Vern Gagne retain the AWA World Heavyweight title in a two-out-of-three false match with Jimmy Raschke from Nebraska, Baron Von Raschke, former Greco-Roman star uh, for the Cornhuskers. And I think that card in general and the success of it in 1970 has been overlooked by many. But uh, that was a big house, as they say. Home of the White Sox, Chicago, 30,000 fans. Not bad. Not bad, Vern. 33 years ago, in front of 22,000, indoors at Massa Square Garden, listen, this great booking here. Uh, really episodic booking, logical booking, with a five-month buffer. When you had Andre the Giant and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, they team up to beat Roddy Piper and Cowboy Bob Wharton, Jr., Five months after WrestleMania won in the same building. The story continued. The, the booking became episodic. And he had five months to get geared up for that, those participants again in some environment. Good booking. Logical. 20 years ago, 1998 that would be, by my calendar, WCW Road Wild was in Sturgis. I never got into the Sturgis scene. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. Hell, there's no bad ideas, are there? Uh, but I just never felt the, maybe it was the daylight, the acoustics, I don't really know. Uh, but I never was a big fan of the uh, the Sturgis events. But on uh, on that date, 1998, uh, DDP and the Tonight Show host Jay Leno defeated Eric Bischoff and Hollywood Hulk Hogan. And I, uh, very uniquely booked match. But it was great exposure for WCW because of Leno and his show and NBC. So a great media hook. Uh, I don't know that the match is going to go down as a mat classic. It's certainly what the Briscoes versus the Funks. But it got a lot of publicity and a lot of stretch for WCW in 1998. Interestingly enough, also 20 years ago, Within a couple of days of the Road Wild event in Sturgis, Kane and Mankind on Monday Night Raw from Omaha, Nebraska, became the WWF Tag Team Champions in a four-corners tag team match, and they defeated three teams. Now, get this roster. How's this for a murder's row? The New Age Outlaws, the Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin, and the Nation of Domination, The Rock and D'Lo Brown. Now, that's a pretty big-time talent there, folks. Let me tell you. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Look, oh, man, a lot of talent. Both those, both those cards, two days apart, both brands had a lot of talent. Boy, that was, was a fun era. Uh, one of the most memorable moments of the Attitude Era was the uh, countdown clock ends. Jericho makes his debut in Chicago. Uh, and, and Rosemont sound familiar Rosemont Zanies remember us August 23rd sure you do Chris Jericho interrupted the rock rock was cutting a promo and that's where we heard rock safe the first time it doesn't matter what your name is perfect execution by all involved a memorable entry into the big time wink wink for Chris Jericho 16 years ago, ladies and gentlemen, WWE Global Warning, Melbourne, Australia in front of 56,000 plus. Whoever booked this card must have been a pretty smart guy in this day. The Rock defeated Triple H and Brock Lesnar retained the WWE heavyweight title. Triple threat match, obviously. So, uh, 56K in the house. Not bad. 11 years ago, TNA Impact Hard Justice—it's always a tough name, right? Sometimes you read wrestling wrestling subtitles; it's like reading a titles for porno. TNA Impact presents Hard Justice pay-per-view. Well, on that show, the talent didn't end there either. They had a lot of talent. Kurt Angle defeated Samoa Joe, doing every title in the house. I, I, I question that judgment, but nonetheless, it was what it was. Uh, but uh, I think uh, you know, talk about Kurt. You know, soon Kurt's going to soon be fifty, and he's talking about wrestling again. The one more run, the the in, the repulsive trait that many people have. I need one more run. I got one more in me. I have had that those same pangs. I still don't understand why I'm not doing being the lead broadcaster at WrestleMania. Because my time has come. That's not the decision that management wants to make. i got no problem with that. I get it. It's a young man's business. But Kurt Angle does not need to have another run, in my opinion. I think he's a great GM, he's a great character, personality, coach. How much better could it be in the Performance Center to have an Olympic gold medalist and one of the most honored pro wrestlers of all time, As your coach. Exactly. And finally, ladies and gents, uh, seven years ago, the Staples Center in Los Angeles, as Stone Cold would say, sold out over 17,000 fans, ladies and gentlemen. CM Punk and John Cena claiming to be the true WWE champion. They face off one-on-one. Triple H is a special referee, and CM Punk meets John Cena to become the champion. That was a very emotional, spirited night seven years ago, August 14th, 2011. And now let's look at the birthdays here. It's cake for somebody. Uh, Impact Wrestling, Scott DeMore is 44 years of age on the Brain Trust there at uh, Impact Wrestling. The late Lord Alfred Hayes would have been 90 on the 8th of August. 90. His Lordship. Uh, Raw Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss will be 27 on August 9th. 27. Are you kidding me? I gave away 170 silk ties to a charity the other day. I swear to God, some of them are 27 years of age. My ties. Champs, 27. Impact Wrestling's King Kong's 39. One of the tough guys I met. Salvio Vega on the Friday the 10th. It's going to be 52. The Immortal One, ladies and gentlemen, on Saturday, August the 11th. Get ready for it. Send gifts. WWE Hall of Famer Hulk Hogan will be 65 years of age. He's one year younger than I. The Immortal Hulk Hogan, 65. Can you believe that? What a, what a pop culture icon. Uh, and we wish him happy birthday. ECW's Bill Alfonso who many people thought would never live to see 50, is will be 61. Fonzie, live and well. Good for him. He's a good dude. Jonathan Coachman, on Sunday, it will be 46. 46. Uh, a member of the Monday Night Raw broadcast team. Along with uh, Corey Graves and Michael Cole. Sometimes I wish Coachman called those guys boys. Well, boys is going to be this, boys is going to be that. I kind of get it, but I don't know. Long story. I'll tell it someday. Mexico's Dr. Wagner Jr. is 53. And my friend Terry Taylor, who coaches down at uh, the Performance Center in Orlando, 63 years of age. Can you believe that? I remember giving Terry Taylor the name of his finish hole. He came off the ropes, left his feet, and delivered a forearm. To make it more of a forearm, I named it or called it, suggested to call it the five-arm. And it stuck. Cowboy liked it. He liked it. He liked me. Terry Taylor, 63. Happy birthday, Terry. August 13th, we wish happy birthday to Spike Dudley. He'd be 48 years of age. No doubt could take the best, one of the best ass whippings of all time. His body would bounce around like a rag doll. And what a backdrop. Spike, 48. Hope you're well, Spike. Jim Brunzel, one of the AWA projects, prospects, products, Also big star in WWF at the time. 69 years of age. Looks great. He he looks in his 40s. Son of a gun. Happy birthday wishes go out to NXT's Johnny Gargano. 31 years of age. Young man's business. Kofi Kingston, who now will be joining New Day at SummerSlam for a little tag team action. 37. When you're 37 and you're a member of an ensemble, do you think you... Sometimes get the itch to see what it would be like at this stage of my life to be a solo. I say yes. The late Eddie Gilbert would have been 57 years old this week. It's hard to believe, huh? Bobby Eaton, 60 years of age. Of course, the Midnight Express. One of the most underrated and greatest in-ring talents I've ever seen, Bobby Eaton. The late Gino Hernandez would have been 59. Gino was an amazing hand. But he loved the white powder. And, man, it uh, it nailed him. There's a lot of uh, conjecture, a lot of uh, questions about Gino and how deep he was into the cocaine train and the cocaine trade. I don't know. But uh, it's going to be an interesting story somewhere down the road for somebody to hear. And finally, on a happy note, because how in the hell can you get mad at Bob Backlund? WW Hall of Famer, former WWE Champion, the great Bobby Backlund, 69 years old, and I guarantee you this, if you can't recite all the presidents in order, you can't get an autograph. And if you think anybody you know that's even remotely 20 years of this age group can do more uh, Hindu squats or more uh, cardio than Bobby Backlund, think again. Happy birthday, guys and gals, and you take the cake. You know we're excited about our, our shows every week, new challenges, new studios, sometimes travel, whatever. But uh, boy, uh, with Nick Aldis this week, uh, the NWA champion here on the show with me, and then next week we're joined by the greatest of all time, the Nature Boy Rick Flair, which should be a hoot. Woo! He said he had a lot to get off his chest, and he asked me a text message just today that, "Can we start our our interview off talking about the OU Georgia game?" So all of a sudden, the Nate is a Georgia fan. Are you kidding me? He was in bed with Steve Furrier for years at South Carolina and Florida. So now he's a Georgia fan. So I said, sure, we'll talk about it. Hell of a game. Somebody had to do the honors. My sinners did it. After we left the woodshed, we went on home. So Rick Flair next week. <gasps> the following week, the Young Bucks. Right, going, rolling right into the uh, uh, all-in. Some great stuff coming your way. At least we'll try to make it great. Uh, So here's the viewer mail. Viewer mail. I feel like David Letterman now. I just need my own uh, Paul Schaefer. Maybe Raphael could do that role. He's kind of a Cuban, got that swagger. So getting on to viewer mail from Tyrone in California. Uh, Tyrone likes my commentary. I thank you for that. That's not why producer Ted puts you on the list here. He likes your question. And that is, when do I see The Rock, who is uh, Tyrone's favorite wrestler of all time, getting inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? Well, Tyrone, let me tell you this. One thing we can all agree on, it will happen. No brainer. Why not 2019 in New York City? What about that? It's an idea, right? And, or maybe there's a WrestleMania coming up in the next two or three years in Miami or something, where you know more rock territory. I don't know. I mean, he's a he's a global star, so uh, I would think any time. But I I do agree that he will be there. Will in Dublin. Uh, will want to know uh, that I how I enjoyed my uh, trip to Ireland. He met us in Galway. Thanks for coming to our show. Sold out there in Galway, and uh, he knows that we went to the uh, to Kong, uh, the little little village where the the uh, they taped or filmed, I guess you would say better now, The Quiet Man with John Wayne and Marina O'Hara. Uh, and, you know, he was wondering why I was so attracted to John Wayne. Well, here's the deal really simple. He was my dad's favorite. So when I was a little kid, anytime there was a John Wayne movie coming on, we watched it. So I got a lot of uh, exposure to his brand. And secondly, uh, there was, back in those days, you'd have, uh, like a siding company or, or some kind of construction company would buy a movie. So all the commercial blocks were there selling their product, their siding, their roofing, windows, whatever. And they did that a lot on uh, in Oklahoma television. And a lot of those movies then would be John Wayne movies because they always got a good rating. So it's a tie-in to my dad. That's why I, I admire John Wayne so much. I collect a lot of his memorabilia. I own his last hairpiece that he ever owned. Uh, I own three pair of his cufflinks, uh, letter opener, a uh, couple of couple of shirts, uh, the blue cavalry shirt that he wore in a lot of movies. I got that. I own his red longhale underwear. So I'm a John Wayne freaky kind of guy here. But my wife was a, she knew I loved it, and that's what she did. She I got that stuff for guests. You know, she just was so wonderful and and uh, finding one of a kinds, man. Uh, Sean Carr is in Calera, Oklahoma. How about that, Boomer Sooner? There, Sean. Sean and his wife are celebrating their nine-year wedding anniversary, ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday, August the 11th. And he wanted to know if I could give him a shout-out here on the podcast. Well, Sean, I can't do that. I can't wish you uh, congratulations on your nine-year wedding anniversary. I'd like to be able to do that. I know it's this Saturday, August the 11th, but uh, if I do it for you, Sean, i got to do it for everybody. And you know what Granny said about you can't do it for everybody. So, uh, but in any event, Uh, I'm glad you guys bonded your love for WWE, especially Stone Cold and Kane. And uh, he closes by saying, we would love to hear something from you. And I just wish I could congratulate you, Sean, on your nine-year wedding anniversary, Saturday, August the 11th. But I just went to the big guy on that one. No can do. Folks, remember, you can email me your questions at thejimrossreport at gmail.com. When you think of these smaller, this is from Jeffrey Butler. Jeffrey wants to know, can you think of smaller, lesser-known arenas that are special to you? For example, I'm a lifelong fan of Alexandria, Louisiana, and Mid-South shows were at the Rapides Parish Coliseum. Indeed, they were. Tuesday nights, I think. Uh, any similar experiences? Yeah. Down the road, New Orleans. Downtown Municipal Auditorium was amazing. 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 The feel of New Orleans, the music, the food, the, the vibe, you find it all there. man, when the junkyard dog was hot, like quite hot, uh, it was something else. That was a rumbling place, man. And uh, good memories, Jeffrey, no doubt about that in Louisiana. Nigel is in, uh, Nigel Baldwin, by the way, is in Lubbock, Texas, home of the Red Raiders. The team that uh, didn't want to give my quarterback, Beckham Mayfield, a scholarship after going 5-0, and being the newcomer of the year. but Who's keeping score? Who holds a grudge? Not me. Not me, baby. Uh, and Now, nah, I'm being mean to you, Nigel, because you wrote here, hands down you are the greatest commentator of all time. Hmm. That's a pretty big statement, buddy. Now to my question. I love Strowman. However, I've always hated the idea of a wrestler having his first singles title be the big one. I don't want to see it. Strowman lose when he cashes in. Well, what do you think of him cashing in on the Intercontinental title instead? Ain't going to happen. They got the guy primed to be the man. And quite frankly, which, what title in any company in wrestling is hot right now? There's about a million of them. Picky out one. Good luck on it. So no, I'd say no on that intercontinental title idea, Nigel. Uh, I, I think that uh, in time, and I, I said this, and now that he's got the money in the bank briefcase, I guess he does, of Strowman being pronoun he, uh, I still think he should be anointed at WrestleMania. If you want a guy to be eternally over in the sense of giving a chance to be eternally over, you make the, the make the transgression, the transition to at WrestleMania. That's my looking at it. it. can get even bigger. Tim's in Phoenix wanted to know uh, he enjoys our show. We thank you for that. Do you know why Bruce Bulldog was never WWE champion? Well, I don't know a, a specific reason. I think the general reason would have nothing to do with uh, Davey Boy's bell-to-bell skills. Whatever reason would be there, to not make Davey the WWE champion at some point in his illustrious career would have nothing to do with his bell-to-bell uh, skill set. That's just my two cents. And that's the mailbag.
1: Oh, the the
0: Very happy to be joined by the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Gosh, I haven't said that term in a long time. It feels good. Nick Aldis is with us. Nick, how are you, buddy?
1: I'm doing great, and, and it feels good to, to hear you uh, to hear you call me that, because, you know, I, you, you, I, I said this the other day in an interview, um, I did a dead spin, you know, I said, even though you've never called one of my matches, I, as a fan, you know, I always pick, picture things in my head, I picture moments, and I, I always think of you calling it, so to hear you say it sounds very, very cool.
0: Well, thanks. It's not too late, Nick. It's not too late, you know. Well, I know, I know. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> uh The NWA coming back on the scene. I think at first people thought, "Oh no, they're going to try to revive life into a dead animal that was one time great, but it became extinct, and and it was on life support for a long time." And I for I was one of those people that thought, "Well, you know, this I I admire Billy Corgan's a friend of mine has been for years, Uh, and I hope Billy does well." But boy, I don't have much hope, and all of a sudden. The thing's got a, a strong pulse, and now all of a sudden, the NWA champion, Nick Aldis, is going to headline all-in against Cody. And I think that's a hell of a step from where the NWA was to where you guys are bringing it to now. And how much pressure does that put on you to deliver? Because you're the poster boy of this organization right now. You're the guy that they're counting on. Yeah. Um, that's
1: that's the business we're in. That's what, that's what what That's what I wanted. You know, and it's and it's, yeah, it's it's pressure, but it's a good kind of pressure, and it's, um, I'm, it's, it's the right stage of the game for me to do it. You know, obviously, this isn't the first time I've been in a high pressure situation. You know, I've been, I, I, I was the world champion at TNA, and and one could argue that I I I got that I got that title at a very strange time in that you know in that company. Um, and, and in a lot of ways, it was a bit of an albatross, you mm. know, because I got kind of thrown in with the the dirty bathwater of AJ leaving and stuff like that. So I, I've been there before, you know. The difference is now is that um, I'm a much, much, I'm, I'm a more mature guy for, for one. You know, I'm I'm 31 years old now. I'm a father. You know, I, I, I have a whole different sort of perspective on life and my career. And I've been humbled a little bit. You know, there's no, no shame in saying that. All right. Um, but the the main thing is that I'm I'm a part of the whole process, you know, and and as opposed to being a, you know, you know this, Jr. You've been head of talent, and you know, and you've and and during a, you know, and you've hired a lot, a lot of guys who've gone on to be, you know, the the, the best in the business, and you know, the the, the biggest box office guys. Um, you know, they, they could, they, these things, these companies can swell to a point where there's there's just so many. There's so many people's opinions and so many cooks that you know sometimes the the sort of core of, of what brought you to the dance to use of your phrases is, is kind of forgotten right and in this situation we we had no expectation really on us uh, at first but now you know we we had a very um a, a very sort of good good strong core team at the heart of the of the new nwa and right from the beginning we just realized that we all sort of wanted the same thing which was to present pro wrestling in a way that we felt could, could work in the modern era, but still stay true to the legacy of what the NWA represented versus a WWE. Not, you know, not, not, not any, not any knock on them, not any sort of, uh, you know, not any shot across the bow, nothing like that. Just, just, just the alternative that we felt was, was missing. And, you know, it's like when I watched the 30 for 30 on, on Rick, the, the, the hearing, so much affinity for the NWA of the late 80s, with like guys like you, yourself and, and Jim Cornette, you know, describing it as like the the Boston Celtics versus the Harlem Globetrotters, you know, and, and that's <laughs> sort of how we felt was like we wanted to present pro wrestling in a way that um, the NWA was sort of known for, which was a, a more gritty, athletic, you know, you know, two guys who 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 want this ultimate prize and, and will do anything to do it. And we just took a modern approach, you know, and, and we used that sort of that HBO kind of approach as, as sort of building a big price fight, and that's and that's what we did, and it's working out so well for us. So I'm to answer your question, it's uh, it's pressure, but I know I'm coming into it with with a great deal of, of confidence, knowing that what we've done so far has worked and it's, it's mine and I feel completely comfortable driving the car and we're all on the same page and we all want the same thing. And and when you're all, you know, when you're firing on all cylinders, I'm sure this is how you guys felt when things started to turn around, you know, in in the attitude era when you had like Steve Austin and the rock and all these guys, you you knew like what you had. And it's like, now it's just, let's just keep that energy going and and harness it and, and, and take it as far as we can take it
0: and never reside longer than a few moments in your comfort zone
1: because it'll eat your
0: ass up, quite frankly. Uh, I I used to, there's nothing I like better than the challenge of doing a major broadcast. Uh, And especially in today's world, it would be even more strenuous mentally, or maybe stressfully, because everybody's got enough information, Nick, to be somewhat of a quasi-expert. And because you can sit on a keyboard and become very brazen, very brave, uh, you can say whatever the hell you want, whether it's right or wrong. So right. <laughs> the thing I like about the challenge of today is how many of those naysayers can you get to say, "Well, I want to take another look at this thing. This is uh, kind of interesting." And you got that chance with Cody in the at uh, at All In. What was your when he heard about All In in general, Nick? What was your thoughts on that? Because that's another one, much like uh, the NWA coming back from from. Uh, you know, uh, being isolated and been gone. Basically. Uh, I thought this all in thing was, that's a cool idea. They'll, they'll, they'll probably do a nice house, but little did I know they're going to sell out 10,000 tickets in 30 minutes or something. That was awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, you know, I, 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 I've known obviously Marty's one of my best friends. So I know, you know, I've been very, I sort of kept up with, with their, with, with that group of guys, you know, that I call them the, the being the elite guys. Um, you know Nick and Matt. Uh, I knew them when when they were in TNA, and you know we, we were all sort of at that same point. There was a there was a moment I joke about this, where there was a there was a moment in time where myself, the Young Bucks, and Kazuchika Okada were all sitting around in this in that locker room, you know, week after week, like not having much to do, or maybe having a dark match, or maybe having an explosion match or something. And it's um it, it, it's it's very gratifying now to be able to see how we all. Went in our sort of different directions and stuck it out, and then you know to fast forward a few years to see where we're at, and now for us all to sort of come full circle to be at this. I, I saw the all in thing, and I remember like how it all came about, and I, I remember thinking that they'll they'll do that. I, I don't think anybody, not even they, thought. I'm, I think they were confident they'd sell it out. I think Nick and Matt were especially because they're very smart guys. You know, their success is not by accident, but nobody nobody saw the the, the 30 minutes, you know, sellout happening. And obviously for us, we were just, we were glad that um, we had done enough at that point to get their attention because, you know, make no mistake about it, obviously I, I know Nick and Matt and I know Marty and stuff like that, but uh, it it certainly wasn't, it, it wasn't a case of us really lobbying them to sort of feature us, you know, like there was a very clear message, you know, we, we got their attention and Cody said so right from the beginning. So we, it was gratifying for all of us, and I think we all just looked at it as a way that all of our approaches and beliefs and, and you know, hard work and dedication and sort of uh, and our different visions are all intersecting at this one event, and and I think the result's going to be something very special.
0: You made a good point about uh, perseverance hanging in there. Uh, always been a big uh, thing for me uh, in athletes or performers or any, anybody in a, that has been in a challenging situation where you, Okada, and the Bucks are sitting around the locker room with not a lot to do, an obligatory booking here or there, It two things about that. Number one is you never get to your destination if you quit. Number one. It don't happen. You, you're taking yourself out of the game. So, And why, you, why anybody would think that's going to happen when they take themselves out of the game is almost childlike. Uh, and, and secondly, I think that uh, the, uh, the the, the fact that you guys didn't uh, give up and, and tag out speaks well for everybody. We all can get where we want to go, and you've been challenged, like you said earlier in our conversation here. You've had personal challenges, professional challenges, but we are all able to get things back together, and you've done a hell of a job of that. I must say I'll compliment you on getting your life back where you want
1: it and where you need it to be. I appreciate that, and, and – um... Yeah, I, I think if 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 anything, I think you know where I'm at now is uh, a testament to you know to, to keeping a, a strong idea in your mind of, of who you want to be rather than necessarily what you want to be because as you know the business can change and, and things can change and, and I always use this you know this this example um, you know when when Hulk Hogan first got into the business you know it was still the territory so he he had no way of of foreseeing that that you know the New York territory was going to turn into what it turned into and turn into this worldwide conglomerate uh-huh. you know and he so he didn't look at it and think that uh, I I want to be you know the top guy in the WWF he just he just had a vision of who he wanted to be and then it intersected with Vince McMahon's vision of who he wanted to be and who he wanted what he wanted his company to be and the result was something incredible and i think that for many of my generation especially and certainly the generation after mine um the 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 dominance of the wwe is the only the only thing problematic about it as far as young talent is concerned is that you you create this thing in your mind where that's the destination as opposed to just having a vision in your mind of who you want to be and and i remember it was scott hall that kind of snapped me out of it because he, he he said to me one day like I just wanted to be a big time pro wrestler. <laughs> and I was like, that's so simple. That's such a simple way of putting it. But that's, that's, that's all I want it to be too. When you really break it down. And once I got it out of my head of, well, you know, the, the WWE doesn't seem to be an option. Like what's, you know, and, and now what? And it's, and, and once I got that out of my head and just, and just started focusing on, you know, and I, I made a tweet about this yesterday where I was like, you know, be the, be the guy that the 15 year old, you, you know, saw yourself as when you were watching wrestling and, you know, and hearing JR's call and being like, ah, one day he'll call one of my matches like that, you know, and and, uh, and, and as corny as it sounds, I don't want to turn this into like a, um, you know, the secret (laughs) motivational speaking or anything like that, but if you maintain that vision, you know, I believe this, you know, very profoundly, if, if you maintain that vision in your head of who you want to be, and stay open to an ever-changing landscape and, and, you know, adapt and overcome the different things. And, you know, sometimes you got to move to the left, to the right, you got to go up, down, you know, over, under, whatever it may be. You, you will find a way of getting there or you'll get very close, which can be, you know, progress equals happiness. You know, that's the, that's the, that's the bottom line.
0: I agree. Yeah, it does. It is pretty simple. And sometimes we overthink the most simplest of things. Uh, I think that, uh, you got the right, uh, mindset, quite frankly. And I, I I would hope that other wrestlers uh, would think the same thing because I've said this on the show, you know, and I believe that there's been no better time to be a wrestling fan than right now. And with that said, there arguably could be said also that there's no better time to be in the wrestling business than right now. Uh, you guys are able, that are not working for, you're non-WWE guys, for example. You're able to go mm-hmm. out and make a hell of a good living because the business is healthy and you you lived your you found out who you are and that's what you bring to work every day. I think that's very important.
1: Yeah, and I think it's um I mentioned this the other day on busted open where I said it's so it's so fitting to me that the the NWA World Championship is a headline featured attraction of this all in event because in many ways Cody and I obviously for different reasons but you know, a very contrasting origins, but with but with quite similar you know character traits, which is one of the reasons why I think this rivalry is so compelling to people. In many ways, we kind of represent like that throwback to what the 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 previous sort of NWA champions were. They were their own men. They handled their business and they negotiated these things like a prize fight, and said, okay, we know. Let's let's make this match happen uh, in a way that benefits all of us, and that's exactly what we've done, and it's been such a joy, you know, the whole the whole thing. There's it's gamesmanship at times, you know, where they, Cody will say something or do something, or he'll, you know. He'll ask Lagana, like, how's Nick looking? Is he in shape? You know, how's he, look? you know, and it's these kind of things. Or, like, when when I was at Ring of Honor, you know, to wrestle Flip, you know, Cody's in the dressing room and he's looking at me going, oh, God, you know, like, <laughs> and I'm obviously playing it up and going, like, hey, you know, better get, better, you know, better hit those weights, kid, you know what I mean? And we're all, it, it, there's, a, there's a healthy gamesmanship there and a healthy rivalry because, you know, for it to feel real, it has to be a little bit real, in my opinion. Without a doubt,
0: man, it does. It does. You got to add the real element to this. To this the casserole you're making on uh, at all in, for example, so that uh, it suits everybody's taste, and that's what's yes. challenging right now. Do you think uh, a couple questions on that match? Uh, I'm assuming and you'd shock me if you said otherwise that you would feel that Cody and you should go and last. Would, that, would I be accurate there?
1: Um, it, this has been asked me. I've, I've had this asked me a, a few times. Um, the, the simple answer is it's you know it's not my call and. Sure. Knowing some of the other things that are on that card, you know um, you know they're, they're, I, I, I see I see it both ways. you know I, I appreciate what's 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 most important to me is I appreciate the fact that uh, you know people whose opinions obviously are held in very high regard like yourself, um, the fact that the, the across the board there seems to be a, a fairly uniform belief that you know it it, it could or should you know close the show I, I tend to avoid the word should you know but there seems to be a a very strong um thread you know that that this 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 match could close the show you know that's uh, i take that as such a huge compliment and it's such a testament to to what we've done um i wrote in my last uh, column which you know which uh, which will go to print in fsm for the next month issue i opened the column with a quote by dorian yates uh and dorian's a bit of a hero of mine and i just Uh, and it's, and it's a really simple quote. Is he a
0: bodybuilder, Nick, or or a powerlifter?
1: Yeah, yeah, six, six time, yeah, six time Mr. Olympia, um, he's a, you know, English guy, and they called him the shadow, because, you know, he he showed up, did his job, and and, and left again, and, you Mm -hmm. know, and he's just a, he's a very fascinating guy, um, and, uh, one of the things he said in the first his first time at the Mr. Olympia, he kind of came out of nowhere and, and shocked everybody. And he just said, "I believe in myself and the ability to show everybody what I've done." You know, in other words, I've done the work. You know, it's it's not like I'm not. It's not fake it till you make it. You mm-hmm. know, like I, like I've done the work. And and uh, for us, you know, I won the I won the championship uh, December ninth last year at, at, at CZW. You know, not exactly my cup of tea as far as wrestling. In front of you know a, a few hundred fans in New Jersey who were <laughs> very unkind, and I made a, a promise to myself that day, that, you know, and 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 spoke it to Billy and Lagana. I spoke, you know, I shook Billy's hand and, and looked him in the eye and said, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this championship and one way or another. You know, we're gonna get this where it needs to be. We're gonna get this back on the platform it deserves. You know, but for for him to have his face you know put his face in me like that. So that, um, and so for us to get here it's just you know, it's a, it, it's a manifestation of that.
0: Well that said, and uh, good info, the match are' going last. if you're going to want to build the title, you don't build the title a major title that you want to resurrect that you have access to uh, and put it in the middle of the card or toward, you know semi-main or whatever. it's got to be it's somewhere along the way there's got to be no not the you're not advocating this this is me talking. Eliminate eliminate the politics and go for the big picture of business. What's in the, the big picture of business is, uh, I would say, cultivating the NWA title. And those kids and the, the, the you guys that are involved in this event can then utilize it. It helps build your brand. It helps build Nick Aldis. It helps build the brand. Win, lose, or draw. The NWA title needs to come out the winner in this uh, September 1st situation, at least in my opinion. Hey, uh, what do you think? Is Cody going to be the the big hero in Chicago?
1: I think he's going to get a very positive response. Yeah, I, 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 it's um, look, I'm I'm not under any illusion that you know I had you know any any part of that house. Um, you know, I do believe that the the build to Cody and I has been very has been very good business, and I do believe that that will be reflected in the pay-per-view buy rate. I do believe that. And I do believe that, our, you know, our work and that, and, and the anticipation for the match with, you know, between Cody and I is the strongest part of that anticipation. One of the reasons why it went to pay-per-view. Um, having said that, you know, it, this is, this is a, this is, this is Cody's, you know, the, the, you talk about pressure, you know, that that's, you know, he, he he has uh answered the first call you know to put that put that you know put that uh, opinion out Cody answered the the challenge and between he and and the and the bucks they made it happen mm-hmm. um you know but now and now he also has to deliver and he you know he wants that big moment and that's uh, you know and we're all very aware of that and we're all you know but it's for me it's like yeah we're we're you know we're all in this together, but this is i look at it as my coming out party. You know, mm-hmm. so and and I think that that's the that's the whole theme of all in for everybody. You know, it's a it's a bunch of self starters. You know, it's a bunch of guys, and that's why it's called all in because a bunch of guys who bet on themselves and and you can you can be sure that every single person is going to go out there and you know show the world and and you know the people who have perhaps turned them down and or you know people who have trolled them over the years and different things and be like this is why this is why I'm on the stage and this is why I, you know this is why these eyes are on me. You know, and, that, and that's the best place to be. We're all going to feed off each other. It's going to be a whole night of follow that, I'm sure.
0: Oh, yeah, that'll be uh, – the, uh, the, here's what I hope. I hope that there's some management in the matches that where there's not uh, uh, ubiquitous duplicity. I don't need to see yes. the same spots, the same setup, the same intervals, and in a, in a, in a, in a well. hockey fight always in the middle of the ring, blah, blah, blah. i got to get my four spots on the outside in. Okay. I, I, there's, it, because it takes away from the individuality. Sameness is not good on the big show. Everybody should create their own stage and respect what is what goes on after them.
1: I, I absolutely a, there's,
0: agree. There's a priority for the for the match order. And as the matches get deeper in the, in the card, the main event should get priority of what they want to use. So everybody's not using a table. Everybody's not diving over the railing or whatever. You know what I mean. Just no du- the duplicity.
1: I've been I've always been a very I've always been very vocal about that and uh and I do think that that there is a bit of an issue with that in my generation overall um uh you know certainly that's a, a leadership thing um I uh, I would say two things to that I'd say that uh from what I've seen at Ring of Honor Cody is very much uh, you know very much takes on that leadership you know, roll as best he can, and, and and treads that line very carefully because obviously, you know, you you, you can earn yourself heat pretty quick if yeah. you're not careful, yeah. you know, in that in that way. But he does it the right way, in my opinion. Uh, and hopefully, this might set your mind at ease. I'm, I think I'm I'm okay to say this, and if I'm not, then sorry, guys. But um, I know that uh, that Joey Mercury is is going to be backstage, and that to, to me is a is a brilliant move. Uh, to, I've worked with Joey mm-hmm. uh, and friends with him, and, and I think he's. You know he's a brilliant guy, and, and obviously we know that you know he's had some personal issues. But when you know, he, I can tell you you know he, he's he's working through it. He's working hard, and I, I, I there's I really believe that there's there's very few people available right now who who are more valuable in that spot than, than Joey.
0: I, I concur with that. He's a he's a good, uh, great, really good, solid wrestling mind. He loves the product. He loves the yeah. process. He just got a little sidetracked there. and But uh, I'll tell you, when he and uh, John Morrison were, were uh, tag team partners, I think when Molina yeah. was with them, mm-hmm. uh, th- that was a nice little presentation. They, oh, they he- never failed to disappoint. They always did well. They always were successful. And bell to bell, whatever their role was, up or down, uh, they always did their work and did it well. So uh, I'm with you. There. That's a good move. The thing about coding these guys and the Bucks and by the way, the Bucks are going to be a guest in this program in a couple of weeks, uh, is the fact that you can't get so consumed in solving everybody else's issues, and who's going on first, well, I can't use my finish, or you know, I want to get color, whatever, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Uh, you, they can't get caught up in the wrestler minutia that the booker or the head honcho normally gets to uh, uh, entertain. They are also a talent, and as far as the audience is concerned, the audience doesn't care how things are going backstage; they could care less. Nice. They care about what you're going to do bell to bell, and how you get your entrance, your exit, and, but more importantly, the match. And so that's what everybody. And and now, the young bucks are going to be the the hottest tag team in the world today. Uh, they they got to be focused on what they're doing. They can't. They're not going to phone nothing. In. You know those kids. And then no. you and Cody we're talking about this situation this is big for Nick it's big for Nick's family it's big for the NWA it's big for Cody and his legacy and his and playing his homage to his dad the American Dream uh, I, I see a lot of really emotional stuff here and it, you can't sometimes it's hard to harness uh, Nick that damn emotion you know just you can only process so much
1: sure and look you know it's Billy made a very interesting point when he when he was on Busted Open last week where he said you know um that while we all look at the the the, the, the family lineage er, er, element of it as a as a cool sort of wrestling thing but you know to Cody it's it's that and it's also just dad it's just making his father proud yeah. but I would also answer that to say um, you know and you'll see that and you'll see this in the upcoming 10 pounds of gold you know leading up to the to the to the match I'm sure um, is that you know th- those things exist for me also. In the sense that I want to make my mother and father proud, but oh. I also want to make my son proud, and as, and on top of that, Dusty Rhodes is one of the greatest of all time, and it's and you talk about the NWA, he's synonymous with that brand and that championship. So the 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 fact that he's a part of this 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 thread, this storyline, that's big to me. Also, you know, I I it, regardless of whether it's whether or not it's, you know the fact that it's Cody. I want to make Dream proud as well, you know. Like I want to honor his legacy and honor the the legacy of Ric Flair and Terry Funk and you know Jack Briscoe, Dory Funk. Like I I, I take that very seriously, you know. And 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 uh, so when 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 I mentioned in that list of names with those guys, it's it's odd to me. I don't feel like I deserve it yet, but I'll, I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure that I do I do fit in with that group of guys, you know. By the time it's all said and done.
0: Yeah, you want to be in that position, Nick, where, you know, if you, if you don't go in last, you want to have that attitude. I used to kid Eddie Guerrero about this. He had to open a pay-per-view one time, and he was irate. And uh, he came to me when I was the head of talent and was trying to me to explain. He wanted me to explain to him why he was opening the show. And I said, Vince's philosophy now is to open with a hot match that kind of sets the tone. The old days are starting with a slower-paced match or something more deliberately presented and then building to a crescendo have, have left us. Well, rightly or wrongly, yeah. I'm not saying it's wrong or right, it's just not as prevalent. So, uh, you know, the, you wanna make sure that you, if you go on the, somebody following you, that they can't follow. It's too good to follow. And, uh, but I, I really believe that you guys have got a great story. I, I'm excited about the pay-per-view aspect of it on the Fight app. Uh, you know, I helped launch the Fight app back in the day. And it's a great app, it's free folks. If you got Wi-Fi uh, and the app and Wi-Fi, you can watch so much wrestling and MMA. It's it's, it's uncanny, but the but, but the all-in will be on the fight app. You see everything, and I would certainly encourage you to check that out. And uh, Nick, I I can't let you leave without telling me how how your how your lovely bride is doing, Mickey James,
1: <laughs> one of my favorite That's girls like, of all time. She she's um she's great i actually just i just picked her up from the airport she was uh, she had to go down to orlando to do uh, to to shoot uh photo they were doing all the all the id shoots and stuff like that for the um the women's pay-per-view and all that stuff she's you know obviously she's very very grateful to you know to get another bite of the apple you know sure. and, and to be there with all these and 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 i am too and and um i'm very proud of her obviously you know she's she i, I believe that she'll go down as one of the greatest of all time and and uh it's a it's another way that it, it puts healthy pressure on me you know because you know that she's uh yeah I, I think that she's i think she's one of the the best women who you know has ever has ever laced them up and and so you know i've i've got I gotta I gotta stick to a high standard around
0: here you know yeah I said uh, I said this for a long time I think she's one of the best females we ever hired in any era uh, I was proud to hire her in the first place uh, she she always worked hard she's smart uh, and she has gotten herself for a mom of a young son and trying to be a, a working mom you know she's going the road she's traveling uh, she's got herself in great shape which is just great Nothing but dedication and focus and paying well, you know, pay attention.
1: She, well, she's, well, she's got access to a, a published author, you know, at home in the SuperstarBodyBook dot But <laughs> uh, you know, be that be that as it may, Jim. Yeah, it's it's right. uh, no, we we took great pride in that, and and you know, she she has she has always she's worked very hard, and and um, you know, we 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 never looked at when 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 she got pregnant. You know, we 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 went right to work. You know, we we. We we read a lot and we did a lot, you know, because that's that's how I'm wired as far as like the, the body is concerned. And and we, for, right from the beginning, we just I sort of went, okay, this is what we do, this is how we'll do it, and we and we and we approached everything because she was obviously concerned about losing her body, you know, and 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 uh, you know genetically, you know, she there, there's a lot of that in on her side of the family, and she was and she was very concerned about it, and I and we and we just but like everything, we just tackled it head on right from the beginning. And, and, uh, the, the work she put in afterwards. And, and I mean, she worked out right up until right up until she, you know, Donovan was born. So, I mean, she, that's her nature. You know, she, she busts her ass. And, oh yeah. Uh, that, she's a winner, she's a, man. I
0: hope that I'm around to, to see her go in the hall of fame. Cause to me it's a no brainer as far as I'm concerned, but she's a, she's one of the MVPs of that company without a doubt. And, uh, and, Nick, you got a great opportunity, man, on September the 1st in Chicago. I wish you nothing but the very best of luck. Have the match of your life. Don't try to do too much. Don't try to do anything you can't do well. And mainly, have some damn fun and tell a great story. I think you will it'll be one of those nights that you, none of us will forget in a long time.
1: Well, that means a whole lot coming from you, Jim. It really does. I really appreciate
0: it. Give that lovely wife a hug and kiss that boy. and. Uh, uh, I'll look forward to seeing you on, on the Fight app on September the 1st, Nick.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you, JR.
0: You bet. Always thank you, folks, for leaving five-star ratings for us here on the program. Very important to us. Thus far, we received 1,114 five-star ratings. We appreciate you. We're proud of that fact. Mike Butler of Minnesota says, JR is my weekly visit with a friend. That's i like to hear that. That's a good deal. Thanks, Mike. Uh, he's a comfort food and podcast. Now you're talking my language, baby. So uh, love the passion. And I love yours, Mike. Thanks for checking in with us. BM Terry21. By God, he's back and better than ever. We miss you, good old JR. Well, I'm back. Back to stay with hope. Knock on wood on that one. Skeeter Jerkins. That's what it says. Skeeter Jerkins says, Love the show. Hearing the official voice of wrestling, good old JR. Love the segments and the content of the shows. I need a six-star option. Appreciate you, Skeeter. Thanks to our team, you know, producer Ted and old Raphael does a little bit of work. We're all team effort here. None of us mind reaching down and working. Subscribe to our show, ladies and gentlemen, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your audio. But There's only one place to get slobber knocker audio, and that's on this program. You know that. And please leave us that five-star ring that we beg for so much. And by the way, uh, a lot of you are checking out the Westwood One podcast app. It's a free app, you know. And a lot of great uh, podcast content from the mighty Westwood One, including uh, 83 Weeks with Connie and Eric Bischoff. I wonder if Conrad's going to invite me to his wedding. Should I bring a nice gift? I might might give him a barbecue gift pack. That's pretty romantic. Talk to Jericho's on this uh, network, on the app. Chrissy, the chrisjerichocruise.com, you know. I'll be there, the king and I. That could be a really amazing time. You got to be careful. Everybody's got a camera phone. I'm scared now. Keep it 100 with Conan. My friend Carlos is a very bright man. He has good guests, good sidekicks, good posse, and uh, good show here. Raven, Scotty, Levy is a very unique cat. Check out his show. And so much more here on Westwood One. Search Westwood One Podcast in the app and Google Play Store today. You won't regret it. It's free, and it'll be worth every damn cent you paid for it. Well, folks, next week, uh, next Wednesday, new show drops. The one and only. Woo! No one is ever better. Woo! Maybe he'd never be better. Woo! I don't see him on the horizon. Because next week we got Rick Flair joining us, Woo! and uh, we'll have a lot. We have a lot of fun. We have so much in common. You know, Rick was with me when I met my my late wife. We were sitting together on an airplane flight from Westford. He'll tell us the whole story. And if it ain't good, we'll just make it up. No I'm kidding. <laughs> but we were sitting in a on a, on a U.S. Airways flight into Atlanta. I think it was somewhere in West Virginia. I'm not sure. And uh, so both of us were hitting on her. It was fun. She always laughs about that story. When Rick tells that story when Jan was alive, uh, she'd say, did it happen that way? I don't remember that happening. I said, just let him tell the story. It's a better story than telling it. Don't let the truth and fact come into a a. a Folklore type story, okay. As I would tell my wife, as uh, Warren Oates told somebody in stripes, "Lighten up, Francis." So next week, Rick Flair joins us on Wednesday. Woo! Uh, we appreciate very much you check it out. Tell your friends to check out the Nate and Jr. next week, and the following week, the Young Bucks join us all rolling to, to all in. So, Producer Ted's got a beautiful shirt on, the Young Bucks. He's, they're making more money. They're making money coming and going, those lads. They're smart kids, man. Smart kids. So, uh, again, thanks for being with us. Thanks for, uh, for subscribing to our show. Be good to one another. Do something that just for somebody that they're not expecting. You'll feel better. You really will. We've got to change, folks, and how we interact with our fellow man. Just a little bit, you know? It's not that hard. So uh, for everybody here, mighty Westwood One, I thank you for joining us again on good old J.R. Jim Ross. Until next week, so long, everybody.
1: The Westwood One Podcast Network, The Raven Effect.
0: Have you ever been a part of any sort of wrestling roast? Uh,
1: I made a pot roast once, but uh, I overcooked it. (laughs) Oh, classic. It's sort of like your matches. Yeah, pretty much, overcooked. (laughs) Uh, You know what I have to say to that, don't you? The Raven Effect. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free from the Westwood One Podcast Network.